You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. Are you seriously watching a bowl game on the iPad right now? It is bowl preview number three, 16 games, and it's an 11 a.m. kick at Fenway Park. Nothing says college football like that, and I may or may not have the under. Jim, how are you? I'm doing great. We're sweating and under as we kick off bowl batch number three. Rate, review, subscribe. That's right. Last pod, we were betting sacred hard hoops at 11 a.m. You don't want us betting games. Don't put them on. Do we like Rutgers? That's not going to be on the bowl batch because Evan's not going to turn it out in time. But I love Rutgers. Let's Scarlet love. Knights. Let's do it. Bring up those soft dudes from Miami to the Bronx. Let's get it done. I have you on the season. Bowls 10 and 7. I'm 4 and 8. You can't take my joy, devil. I know. I'm, listen. Have I'm you already picked out your sweatshirt from last night? 10 and 7. I'm shopping for sweatshirts because mm. Ollie Gordon's a fan of mine. Um... No, look, here's the whole goal. Can I go 12 and 8 in bowls? Can I give you the 60% that's necessary? I'm on pace, right? 10 yeah, and 7, yeah, I'm going to take pace. it. I got to go. 8 and 6 in the last week. You bet 14 last week. And again, a lot of those quarter units, yeah, quarter half units. units. Now, I did, I told you. West Virginia? West Virginia and Okie State were going to be real bets. The over in the UNLV game, real bets. Real. I'm doing Borderline just, BGB. Somehow I'm doing just fine with this garbage. It and doesn't you know make what? sense. When you bet like a half a unit, a quarter unit, you can actually physically laugh when a game careens off the rails like that Georgia State game did. It didn't even make me upset. By the way, I'm pretty sure Fenway Park's going to flood before the end of this game. Oh, lovely. This weather, I don't think SMU or Boston College is all too stoked to be here. Today's wow. episode. Big crowd at Fenway, too. I'm, I'm sure. Oof. We got more listeners today than people in Fenway Park. We go live to the Green Monster. New Year's Six Bowls, Playoff Bowls, and a whole bunch of stuff around them. Let's go chronological. Let's go to the board. It's brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. All yes, the sir. lines from FanDuel, but if we don't like a line, we shop around. Yes. And we will, of course, give you opt-outs and who the game means more for. Try to find motivation. <sighs> Mike, we begin with an iconic bowl and an iconic bowl trophy. Yeah, buddy. It's the Pop-Tarts Bowl. This is an edible trophy. Yes, and, well, there's an edible mascot. The trophy actually has, like, a little toaster on top of the football. I saw it. And I, I think know. NC State's coach was speculating that you could drink out of it. Listen, it, first of all, it, it, this game, this whole cap begins with... Dave Doran? Yeah. Okay, so the spread, it's Kansas State laying two and a half. I love NC State here. And, and part of it, look... And this is, Doran is hellbent. I think Steve Smith has unleashed the dragon. 
When Steve Smith went on game day and said NC State was waiting for basketball season, they win that day. And Dorn goes on TV and tells Steve Smith to kiss his ass. This team, they're, they're just a collection of red asses. And when I look at K-State, are we going to tackle? Are we going to tackle? Are we going to tackle? Yes, hey, we focus, are. focus, focus, focus. I am focused. We're doing I, a pot. This is real business here. Look. I'm, this is you, you keep know, your personal side unders to yourself. I'm over giving people this is people. He has an iPad next to his laptop to watch the game. Boston College and SMU, and I didn't feel like they were rallying sufficiently. Here's the deal: K State losing Colin Klein is a massive loss. The OC, he's going to AM. and I love him. But here's what else they lost: their quarterback, Will Howard, is not playing. And while we like Avery Johnson, I, he's not a finished product. I question a motivationally, I think NC State's all in. They want to win 10 games for the first time in, in, in you know, history, basically. Mm -hmm. Shout out Phil Rivers. K-State crippled on offense with the OC, crippled on offense at the quarterback position. Now, here are your opt-outs. This is, it's lengthy. Now, yep. MJ Morris out, but that means Brennan Armstrong is back. I don't think all that's right. a good thing. It's not good, but it's somebody. It's a human being who plays quarterback. It's not a tight end? Uh, they lose a smattering of players at the skill spots that are just not on the depth chart. Mm -hmm. They're in the portal. Yeah. Probably They're not leaving because they play. weren't playing. Yeah. But the big loss is Peyton Willis, who's opted, Wilson, who's opted out of the game. Best linebacker, linebacker in America, arguably. Absolute yep. stud. But here's K State and what they lose. I mean, you're losing Will Howard. You'll get Avery Johnson, who can't throw. They lose their best safety. They lose one of their best backs and Trayshawn Ward. But not the over. better of the two. Right. But again, single back. But on defense, you're losing a stud safety. You're losing your starting corner on one side. You're losing one of your best pass rushers. You lose Colin Klein. Your opt-outs, your best wide out. And Ben Sinnott. Now, Ben the Sinnott. The end. But he's also a fullback. He's your leading receiver. He's just a dude. He's not playing. He has opted out. Also, the opt-outs to watch, because I don't have it. We got to check pregame. Does Cooper Beebe play? He is expected to play. He's along with the entire offensive line. Studs. Love it. Now, you can make the case for me, love missed field goals when you're betting an under. Great job, Connor, number 95 for BC. Jim, I actually like <laughs> NC State here. I really do. I like Kansas State. And Sweatshirt? Well, owe me no, more? No, no. I have ones I feel better about. I'm not Ew. outfit your whole wardrobe. <laughs> but it's it's the offensive line. BB doesn't need to play. That's an NFL guard. He's the leader of the team. The whole O line's gonna play. They've got a running quarterback. And they do have their better running back. No Peyton Wilson. I think he can run the ball, cover the two and a half. This, if you're going to play... Is your there anything in your mind, though, to NC State stylistically, the way they play on defense, the way they pinch down on mm -hmm. the D-line? Yeah. They really muck it Oh, that's it the up. matchup. I mean, that is. But I, I trust having a healthy offensive line okay. that's committed, wants to be there. I love it that you're getting threes across the board. I'm going to obviously take the three. If you wanted something from a total standpoint, I think the, the game clearly grimier yeah maybe a look to under 47 and a half would much prefer 48 for clear reasons yep here's what i could tell you i would be comfortable would you be comfortable teasing nc state we're gonna do a teaser pleaser would you tease nc state to nine yeah would you tease the under to 53 and a half yeah you're over a couple okay. key numbers just giving people options i am gonna play nc state in this game you're gonna play k-state yeah and i'm taking two and a half Prerogative. Get the number you need. There are threes everywhere. Time of taping. I'm not it's, mad at you for it. Nothing you salacious. I got side. it. I got it. Got to take get, my vitamins. Get your number. 
The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat 115 bucks, and that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used Game Time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code Cash for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code. Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Yeah. Alamo Bowl. Late game. This, this 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 is the Jim Costa... This is like a, a, a big set of tits for Jim. This is Oklahoma. This is his team. He just wants to stare at him. You love Oklahoma. Hey, how'd they, how'd they do in the Big 12 title game? Oh, wait, they weren't there. Jim, you should, you're, Evan, why is he so mean? I'm only 
catching up to the way you were behaving pre-show. You got a lot. You got a lot more catching up to do. <laughs> he goes, do. "Are you like this at home?" I, he says to me. We walked in, and I'm like, "Happy holidays!" You know, this is exciting. I didn't say anything. Jim's got his promotion coming up, and he's just walking around like a Viking. He's like, "Ah, all right." I don't even think I said anything bad. It was the look it on was your the face. Tone? What do you got for the okay. people though? Because we spreads love Arizona. Only, spreads only a point and a half. Yeah. So really, this is like who's winning the game. This was one of the games we drafted because I think there's a lot of you know, upside here. Arizona, they're without their left tackle, but Fafita, the quarterback, the freshman, he will Love. play. Cowing, the big play receiver, will play despite the fact that he's got some pro aspirations. Yep. Oklahoma, OC left to go be the head coach at Mississippi State. The quarterback Jeff left. Lebby. Yeah, Lebby's gone, and the quarterback, Gabriel, is at Oregon now. But it's Jackson Arnold season. Yeah, hi highly touted. Five-star, big-time player. He gets a look. I And look, I don't get seduced by recruiting, but certain players, when you're this good, you've sat all year. What are, what are coaches calling it now? Opportunity Bowl. Oh, of course. Jackson Arnold's an actual upside play there for them. Carry yeah, but, on. But they're missing play caller, quarterback, and a couple offensive linemen. The other side's got their quarterback and some playmakers. I lean, hey, yeah, whatever. I'll play Arizona. And I also like Ooh. the total. I like the under because Oklahoma is bringing Stutzman and Bowman into the game. They're going to return for next season. That's kind of Venable's deal is defense. All right, so hold on. Just so I'm clear, Stutzman, they're going to return. Yes. He's back. Bowman's back. Yes. But you're not getting uh, Tyler Guyton in the right tackle, and mm -hmm. you're not getting... Andrew Rame, this the center, right? right? I think it's a little lower. Than, I mean, this number's already moved down, to be honest. Like, this was in the 60s when we drafted it. Yeah. 59 and a half, you're not getting the best of the number, but I see it being a little lower scoring than people realize. And Arizona with the quarterback with some familiarity and some playmakers. You getting 62 and a half here? I got 59 and a half. You're telling me I can get another field goal? No, I just, I listen, again, I'm not going to do the... The fight to the death about numbers. No, what I want I'm, the better number. Tell me there's 62 and a half. I see out a 62 and a half. Great. I'm by playing 62 and a half. FanDuel. Perfect. Thank you, FanDuel. 62 and a half. Just under. throwing that out there. Great. So I got Arizona laying a point and a half and the under in the game. Not going to touch his side. I, look, I like Arizona because I know Delorier for them was more splash plays, but you know what Fafita was? Delorier minus turnovers. Mm. Delorier minus taking an 18 yard sack. Fafita was a bit of a revelation. Is Mc, McMillan is a stud out wide. Yep. Cow, uh, the the Cowling, Cowling, the kid yep. from UTEP, UTEP, the transfer. I love what Arizona's done. I just, I, this number scares me. It is a weird number to me. I think the under would be the side if I played. I have no play on the side. Okay. The next Good game, game to watch, though. I think it can be. I think it should be. Yes. The next day at noon, you have the Gator Bowl, and it's Clemson laying four and a half against Kentucky. I like a side in this one. You may talk me into total, because I know that's been your thing in bowl season. That's right. I like Kentucky in this matchup. Ray Davis to the NFL, but plans to play their running back. Most of their guys, damn near all their guys, are playing in this game for Kentucky. Meanwhile, Clemson missing the core of their defense. Wiggins, the corner. Uh, the Macuba, linebacker, the Trotter. Safety. Yeah, they're missing like the back seven, the strength of that team. And you can run the ball, take the four and a half points, and take Kentucky. You know the biggest loss? It's what? the supercomputer, Jeremiah Trotter Jr. Yeah, Which, by the way, how old am I? I remember his dad playing for the Eagles. Yeah. But Trotter being out, you're losing one of your better D linemen. You're losing your star safety. You're and losing corner. your best corner. You're right. Kind of gutted. Uh, the other question will be, look, you do get Barrett Carter back, who's a really good linebacker. Mm -hmm. But 
when you're looking at the game, how much motivation would be on the side of Clemson? They've here? been in so many bigger games, most of those upperclassmen. Like, this is nothing for them. I just... I'm a little leery because Kentucky QB play has been so bad, but you yeah, are well, getting four and a half. So is Klubnik. And you run the ball. Yeah. Between Klubnik and Leary, who do you trust more? I'm asking. Probably Klubnik. Do you? But again, I'm getting four and a half points, so it's not one to one. Okay. Do you like a total? Um, like, what's the number? Because it would be an under unless everybody has... Uh, Speaking of unders, great job by the SMU defense forcing another punt. Um, I would go... 44 and a half... Not enough to play it. it. This this is a game. This is one of the rare games on this episode. You're not going to get a lot from me as far as a play forcing me. I'll take Kentucky with the points. Yeah, the no play on the side. I think the okay. numbers just moved off of that 48 so far. I really don't like it sub 45. Yeah, lower scoring. I would take the dog if you forced me into it. Here's the other thing too. Clemson found some success late in the year running the ball. That's kind of Kentucky's thing, though. Yeah, they because have those they big stopped de- wasting time with Will Shipley and just started giving it to Bobby Mufader. What was his name? Oh, it's with the... Uh, Mufi? Mafi? Yeah, Mafi. Whatever it is. He's a tank. Like, just play physical, but, run the ball, play D. But Kentucky, heavy D-line, athletic linebackers. NFL linebackers. NFL linebackers. We've hit on that a couple times this yeah, year. Yeah, I, I would take Kentucky with okay. points. Cool. This next game, figure it out. It's the <laughs> Sun Bowl. You want me to, you want, you want me to give you... The copious list. No, the thing I need an answer to sure, buddy. is how Oregon State is not going to be coached by Trent Bray. Trent Bray. He's their DC. He's going to be the head coach next season. For some reason, he's just not affiliated with this bowl game. Correct. Very listen, first of all, you got an Oregon State coaching staff where Jonathan Smith took seven staffers. Okay, that right off the top. You lose your O-line coach. You lose your DB coach. You lose your D-line coach. You you lose your tight end, your 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 you lose everything. And okay? personnel along with it. Right. Now, the transfer portal, DJU out, the backup, who's super, Aiden Childs. MSU. Yeah, well, he's MSU's new quarterback. That means Ben Golberson. How sick am I? I'm familiar with this. He played a little last year. When I tell you Ben Golberson's awful, it's an insult to awful. Golberson cannot throw the ball. Now I know he helped them win games last year, and I say that loosely. Help as in handball off, mm-hmm. get out of way. All right. Then you go, all right. They lose That's Jack. That's a hell of a hit. They lose. What? He jacked him up. You see that? No, I was trying to focus for you. Oh, I'm, I'm peeking over of, your shoulder now. Where, here, you want me to do it? Yeah, angle it a little more. Yeah, I got you, buddy. There you go. There you go, pal. SMU in the whites. That's right. Um, you lose Jack Velling to the portal. You lose the backup in Jake Overman to the portal. You lose the Arnold twins, Achille and Easton. Stud linebacker, stud safety. Mm-hmm. They play for USC now. Starting quarterback, Jermon McCoy. Cornerback, uh, really good football player. Don't know where he's going. Your opt-outs, well, you lose one of your wideouts. And then Fuaga, who's the stud right tackle. Your left tackle's hurt. Both missed the finale. Joshua Gray, your left guard is hurt. And Hanelli Bloomfield. And oh, by the way, Damian Martinez probably doesn't play. He got popped for a DUI. Other than that, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? Now for Notre Dame. Yeah, it's equally long. I mean, did you see they are without, I yeah. think it's 11 of their 12 top offensive players. Yes. Snap count, including their quarterback, Hartman, the running back, Estime, mm-hmm. both tackles, Joe Alt, who's going to go in the first round top 10. You lose Rico Flores. You lose Chris Tyree. Both of the best yep. wideouts you got. Your starting center, Zeke Correll. He's been out since week 10. Right. He gone. 
You got 17 guys opting out of this game. I mean, you're right. Blake Fisher, Joe All. there's your left tackle, your right tackle. Yep. So I got no left tackle, no center, no right tackle, no star running back, no senior quarterback. I got some guy named Steve Angeli, who I'm probably related to. Uh, you're losing both starting corners. You're losing a starting linebacker. I, I, I just, Jim, capping this game is unbelievable. Oh, by the way, starting right guard Rocco Spindler, shout out Mark Spindler, yeah, Clarkston, local. Michigan. Yep. Um, Notre Dame is a shell. Who wants to be here? Let's start there. If both teams are equally effed as far as defections, portal, etc. What's the motivation? Who wants to be here? Notre Dame, 9-3 and three season, a little underachieving. Oregon State, they kind of underachieved too, though. I mean, we thought they were dark horse Pac-12 team. Yep, I needed they both nine faded. wins. They got eight. Thanks a lot. You know what my lean is here? Under? There's, no. Over. So it's 41 and a half. Number's too low. I mean, look, you're, you're, you, when you have this many defections defensively on both sides of the ball, you do feel like, all right, I mean, 41 and a half, the number's been priced like we, down. But the, both the lines are gone. That's okay. Can you block? Can you set anything up? No. But I think you get mistakes. I think you get volatility. I think over 41 and a half would be the play. Look, this is this is this game this defines where college football is. I think you gotta sit down and watch. You gotta look at it. If you forced me to take a side, it'd be Oregon State not playing it. Um, I'm gonna play over 41 and a half, though. Okay. I think you're gonna be surprised. You'll get a few more points. I got another shocking over we're gonna play later. Um, but I'd go, I'd probably go over 41 and a half there. Okay. Motivationally speaking, maybe a slight edge to Oregon State. Coach left us. We're homeless. We're heading to the Pac-2 slash Mountain West. We're angry at life. What's the thing that you do on the Boomer Show? You guys, like, opt out of a game every once in a while? Yeah, like, vetoes. Yeah. There's two vetoes. If there was ever a veto, and I know we could do it on all of these because they're bowl games, but yes. if there was ever one to just go, veto, we're not doing it, <laughs> this is the game. 100%. Stay away. 100%. I think you're smart to stay away from this game. Liberty Bowl, Iowa State laying 10 and a half against Memphis. This is played at Memphis's stadium. This is a home game for them. But it's going to be an Iowa State home game because people in Iowa, nobody travels like these cats. Okay. Uh, when I saw this, I thought laying 10 and a half sounded crazy. But then I looked, five of their seven wins have been by more than 10 points. They yep. found that quarterback, Beck. Rocco Beck. Yeah, and he's been good. He and has. Memphis, how about Memphis defense? They've won four of their last five, but they've given up 38 points per game in that span. So this is not too many points. Yeah, and look, here, here's where I begin and end with this. Memphis's defense has been a clown car all year. Mm -hmm. And now you got to factor in, all right, well, Iowa State kind of got it together. Uh, Iowa State is certainly the more put-together team. Mm -hmm. They only lose one starter by my count to the portal, to the opt-outs. TJ Tampa, who's one of their starting corners, nice player, not bad. I actually, I thought the number really dictated here a confidence level in Iowa State. Yep. And I like Iowa State here. I think Memphis is just a bad football team. I cannot. Hannigan kills me. Their quarterback, this kid can go through stretches where he'll miss nine out of ten throws. And you're going, how is this kid a D1 quarterback? And when you factor in what Memphis is losing to the portal, here's your big problem. You're going against a Matt Campbell team, and you're going to be down minimum three of your starting offensive linemen, potentially four. You're losing Davion Carter. You're losing Mikhail Pounders. Uh, there goes the right side of your line. Then you got to factor in the, the backups. How about this? Right guard and then a swing tackle. 
you're losing first string and second string right guard. You're losing first string right tackle and then your swing tackle. Really? I just, I don't like the way it sets up for Memphis. I think it's going to be an Iowa State home game. I do think Iowa State will be heavily motivated to play, and Becht has really turned it on against a Memphis defense that is absolutely dreadful. I want to bet Iowa State. Let's do it together. We're in? Because at first I thought 10 and a half, wrong side of a key number, but it does tell you there's some confidence. They wouldn't hang that if they're, and it's, it's backed by the numbers. Yeah. I also think there's, it's a, that's a great tease. Oh, yeah? Uh, that's a game you tease down. Yeah, I, I'll be really surprised Iowa State loses that game. Really will. It, look, I, I don't – I have respect for what Memphis has been over the past seven or eight years. This just isn't one of the additions I respect. We, this is a really bad football team. I feel like we hardly bet them two years ago. I feel like we bet a lot of them this season, either with yeah. or against. Yeah, there were we've seen a lot of them. Yeah, there were a lot of opportunities there, but my God, that defense. My point is we've watched them a bit to say that. Yeah, like, now again, you're betting on an Iowa State team that's relying on explosives. So could there be some variance here where they don't go on drives – they stall out. Yeah, it could be. It could get scary, but I also could see them popping three or four touchdowns of over forty yards this game. So I'll go Memphis. I'll lay the points. Okay, uh, you'll go Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State. Lay the, lay the points. points. I'm losing my mind. You're Thank good. You. Don't worry. We only have fifty more of these. Cotton Bowl, our first New Year's Six presentation. Mm-hmm. It's Ohio State laying two and a half against Missouri. Let's begin with this. Let's start with I. Let's start with Missouri. Here are your opt-outs, and your portal. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right, great. So, look, basically, everyone on the team is going to be available except my two favorite players on their defense, and that's injuries. One is Tyron Hopper. So if you remember Nick Bolton from a couple of years ago, this kid is Nick bolton light. Mm-hmm. Dude just kills people. Sideline to sideline speed, love this kid. The other one, they got a corner I like who plays super physical, a kid named Ennis Rakestraw. Um, they're both going to be hurt. They're out. That hurts. But yep. let's go to Ohio State. You Much ready? more hardy. So Kyle McCord hits the portal. He goes to Syracuse. Now, all jokes aside, do I know that Devin Brown is better than him? He's got like 70 snaps to his name. And he wears Sammy Baugh's number. He's like number Weird. 33. Yeah. Julian Fleming out, don't necessarily care. Marvin Harrison out. That one, now he's there. No indication he'll play, Mm. but he's with the team. There's some bizarre stuff. I was looking up like Eichenberg, and they said up in the air. Yeah. But but I also saw a quote that they expect their whole defense to play. There it is. Now, again. Okay, here's the other Burke thing. Burke is going to play the corner. It's it's very weird. So here are, the, uh, here are the guys you have to wait to see if they opt out to bet this game. Okay. We got it. What are we getting with Travion Henderson? What are we getting with Cade Stover? What are we getting with Josh Proctor? What are we getting with JT Tuamolu? And what are we getting with Eichenberg? Then you also have all these guys who have said they will play. All right, Abuk is going to play. Yep. Starting left guard Donovan Jackson will play. Jack Sawyer, their they're starting D end will play. Mm-hmm. Tyleek Williams, D tackle, he'll play. Look, I need to wait till kickoff. Now, this was going to be one of my favorite plays was Missouri. Mm-hmm. I just really, I think from a motivation angle, why, why, like why would Ohio State want to be here? Why? But yet, do you know where the money's been pouring in on the last two days? Is it OSU? Yeah. Now Mizzou is plus two and a half. Yeah. When I first saw the line, I, I had assumed Ohio State had more opt-outs, and I thought, 
something's up here. Mm -hmm. But it makes sense if you think a good this chunk of that is team now is going to play. Live line change. Yeah. OSU's favored by three and a half. You can this get three is and a half. Steaming. So I want Missouri. And you can talk me out of this. Jim, why is the line moving this much when 47% of tickets and 21% of money? You think it's going to be OSU blowout? I didn't say that. I'm saying this is giving me pause because Mizzou is going to be one of my favorite bets of the bowl season. We talked about this in the initial preview. I need to wait till kickoff here. Something's going on. Okay, well, we can wait on the movement, but just keep in mind, Missouri, 13th in creating negative plays. You're bringing in a new quarterback into a spot where the defense is going to wreak some havoc, and now you're telling me the numbers moved preferentially over the three to a three and a half? I know. Now, maybe we wait because you're going to get a better number by, what, Friday night? This is the Friday night game? What if we wait and Marvin Harrison's playing? And then, okay. I'm saying, Jim, something is going okay. on here. This game was a one-point line. Missouri was favored. Missouri got out to a two-point favorite. This thing has moved five and a half points the other way. Why? Well, I think some of it is more Buckeyes are playing than we initially thought. Okay. But um, your point might be that there are more that we do not yet know about. Yeah. And you don't want to bet into that. I, I don't. I, I really don't because look at what happened, and it's why I opted out of the, uh, the USC-Louisville game. In the time between us doing the pod and then kickoff, Louisville's entire offense decided we don't want to play foot football no more. Mm. Thrashed the wide receiver, Jordan, the running back. You could see it out there. They were neutered. I got to wait. Um, lean to maybe the under here, under 49, if mm. you're interested no. in such things. I don't love it, especially if Missouri's no, missing a couple if, guys. But if Mizzou, look, with Mizzou and their wideouts, all right, Theo Wees, and you got my man Luther Burden, mm -hmm. Mookie Cooper. Um, I love the running back. Schrader. Schrader is an unbelievable story. Small school transfer, comes to the SEC, leads in rushing. Look, I love Missouri in this game, but the line movement is scaring me. Okay. Now, here's the other thing. Is it wrong to like Missouri under a field goal, but really not want to just dish out three and a half to OSU? No, that makes sense. It's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Uh, lean to Mizzou, lean to the under, but I'm going to wait and see with this number. Something is going on here, and I don't like it. Another New Year's Six Bowl game. Peach Bowl. Yeah. This is Spider-Man meme. They're not the same style of football team, but their <laughs> programs operate in the same yeah. sphere of the sport. It's Penn State. It's Ole Miss. It's number 10. It's number 11. Penn State's laying four and, four and a half points. But aren't these the same team? They're like 10 and 2. They exist in good conferences, but they don't beat the best teams in the conference. Correct. Uh, and look, it's a pretty simple game because both these teams are pretty much together. Yeah. Um, One big note, no Chop Robinson. Yeah, yeah, no Chop Robinson, but the secondary, those guys are going to play. Uh, the problem for Penn State, you got two new coordinators, both sides of the ball. Manny Diaz left for Duke. They hired Andy Kotanicki, the kid from, um, guy Kansas. from Kansas, your guy. But when I look at it, is Olu Fashanu going to play the left tackle? They say he may play a couple series. What the fuck does that mean? Right, that's I, like, a top five pick uh, yeah. in the NFL draft at left tackle. So I got to wait on that. The other thing, no Chop Robinson. You nailed it. Now they have enough dudes on that defense where I'm not sure. super concerned about that. For Ole Miss, I think it's a little bit different where obviously injury took away their best offensive lineman in Micah Pettis. Yeah, their tackles are not great. Your best edge player, Cedric Johnson, uh, he's in the portal. So... Or he's opted out for the NFL. Yeah, yeah. He but they're pretty there. much together. So here's my question. You look at the line. Right now it is sitting at Penn State laying three and a half. There's no huge opinion on ticket spread or differential. 
I actually leaned to the total here. I was wondering if I could interest you in over 48 and a half, and here's why. Lane Kiffin, bowl game, YOLO. They may go for it on fourth down 10 times. And when you're dealing, now if they go one for nine, Jim, we're never getting over. Right. But I feel like Penn State's been throwing it deep more. Ole Miss is gonna do what they do on offense. There might be more points than people expect here. I think it's easy to just go, well, it's Penn State, it's defense, under. Now, 48 and a half, when it looks high, that's we go higher. Exactly what I was going to say. I would have guessed this would have been in the lower 40s, yeah. not the upper 40s. So now you start to see, what are we what are we missing? How could this be high score? I want the over. Think about this. It's not just that they're going to air it out a little more down the field. Ole Miss run defense is just okay. Just all right. So if you pop a couple on the ground, your quarterback takes a couple more shots. Great two-yard loss in the BC game, by the way. Okay. Love two-yard losses. When you carry. bet the under, the only thing better is seeing the punter on the field. MVP. I, and Jackson Dart, I'm not a huge fan of his, but he can keep the play alive a little bit. A little. And they've got some receivers down the field. See, he's, he's a force for them. I know. Now, not now, against he's a this, roller coaster, Not though. against this defense, defense the way that Penn State's linebackers flow to the football. My fear is a couple bad tackles. He yeah. starts running for his life, and we're kicking ourselves. But 48 and a half feels high, and I'm with you. Let's play the over. I want to. All right, good. Put it on the board. All right. I'm in. I'm glad we agree on that. I don't like disagreeing. Uh, the next game. Let's get into this one, because this one can be a little confusing. And I think I got a decent read. It's Auburn. This is the Music City Bowl. Auburn versus Maryland. Um, for no, Auburn, uh, no tug of Iloa for Maryland, No, right? but you know what? I don't think it's as bad as you think. Okay. I want to introduce you to Billy Edwards. Now, that's the kid who played against Northwestern a bunch. That's also the kid who scored a couple of touchdowns against Michigan. He's built like... A tank. I actually think there's a, a pathway here. Look, when I look at Auburn, everyone's going to cite the, Mar- the, the 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 Bama game. Yeah. But when we really look at them, this is a limited offensive team. They have no passing game whatsoever. The Shout running out game, Peyton Thorne. Yeah. Well. Yeah, and it's also year one of what Hugh wants to do. They right. need pieces. The portal doesn't really hurt them. It's all bit players. The opt outs. You're losing. Both starting corners, DJ James and Nehemiah Pritchett. Uh, you lose a good D tackle in Marcus Harris. Now, Hugh Freeze said he doesn't expect the opt-outs to play. Starting safety, Jalen Simpson is expected to play, even though he's in the senior bowl. Okay, sure. For Maryland, it's a little bit more convoluted. All right, you're going to lose a couple of linebackers. You're losing your start and tight end. Um, your opt-outs, it's baby Tua. Uh, you're losing one of your starting corners, but Billy Edwards Jr. is going to play. And when I look at it, A, I think this is a hideous football game. I think this is going to be two teams. This, You know what this reminds me of a little bit? What? Northwestern Utah. Okay. This is going to be a bit of a rock fight to me. Now, there'll be more points. Don't get it twisted. It won't be 14-7. But we we had, or at least I had Northwestern in the six and a half. Are you thinking same, same thing? Big Ten team? I was. Okay. I was thinking about Maryland here grabbing six and a half. I just think in a lower scoring game, let's say it's a 24-20 final. Mm-hmm. I got the six and a half. Can Auburn really separate? No, I don't think so. And if Maryland, look, if Maryland's got more of a, we're going to line up and smash kind of deal. I don't know. It just felt to me like Auburn shouldn't be laying more than a point or two. 
And now what? Baby two is out, so they're laying a touchdown? This would be a small unit, low confidence, little fun action play kind of deal at two in the afternoon on Saturday. But I'd go Maryland with the points. Okay. The next game, Orange Bowl. We are playing this game. My question to you is, how many points would it take for you to actually bet Florida State? Because uh, Georgia's laying 19 and a half, and it doesn't feel like enough. It's, uh, what, do you want 4 o'clock on the 30th. Want me to take people through what's happening? It's the whole damn roster for FSU. Right. And, and before you do, this is heartbreaking. Because next year, this will be a real game mm-hmm. in the playoff. But there's no motivation for FSU. They could chase a national title. The players don't care. They're all opting out. Right. Brock Bowers opting out for Georgia. But... They got baby Brock with Oscar Delp. Mm-hmm. Um, Tate Ratledge opted out, starting guard. Kamari Lassiter, starting This is for corner. Georgia, you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But then we get to the, the theme. Kirby is saying all the right things. Carson Beck has said, I'm returning to school. Yep. I'm playing. And there's a lot coming out of Georgia. Um, we want to be the winningest class in the history of Georgia football. This They're taking it matters. Yeah. Here's the other thing. Florida State, hemming and hawing about wanting to leave the ACC. Well, where do you think they're trying to go? They want some of that sweet, sweet SEC money, mm-hmm. right? Oh, Kirby will welcome them to the SEC. <sighs> now, here's Florida State. All right, Jordan Travis. He's out for the year. Tate Rotemaker. Also, transfer portal, which means you're down to Brock Glenn, the kid who played a little bit in the ACC title it's game gross. and was hideous. Yeah. You lose starting linebacker DJ Lundy. You lose defensive tackle Malcolm Gray. You lose Ayobami Tafasi. You lose, I mean, go, go, to, the, the go to the opt-outs. The, the opt-outs, top two receivers. Johnny Wilson, stud 6'7", transformer receiver, NFL. Keon Coleman, stud 6'4", transformer receiver, starting tight end Jaheen Bell. He's good, too. Starting running back Troy Benson. Starting D-end and top 10 NFL draft pick Jared Verse. Mm-hmm. Shout out Albany. Starting D-tackle Fabian Lovett. Good player. Shout out Boston College. Starting safety, Akeem Dent. Starting corner, Renardo Green. Starting corner, Jerry and Jones. And, oh, by the way, maybe the best back on the team because Trey Benson is a little bit flash. Lawrence Tuafili, the power back, he not on the depth chart. So so we're betting Georgia laying 19 and a half. What would you bet this up to? 21? 24? Let me ask you a question. Is it even available right now? All What's, line? No, 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 the first half line. I just worry a little bit. I mean, Georgia always comes out. They have like started flat this on year. Quaaludes, yeah. And I'm like. First quarter's four and a half. First half is ten and a half. Is ten and a half too much? Yeah. You want the game. You want the put away. I want them both. I think I want them both that if Georgia <laughs> does come out hot and motivated and Florida State recognizes we're in a whole lot of duty here, mm-hmm. that ten and a half, that's doable. How's Florida State going to score? I have no idea. But then even Georgia's backups are going to smother them. All right, put in. I'm gonna. I'll. You know what? I'm just going to take the worst of the number at this point. I'm going to bet Georgia wants to play. Give me one unit apiece. Give me Georgia first half late at ten and a half. Give me Georgia for the game lay nineteen flat. Okay. I will just play the game, but I respect. Yeah, I want to try both. I want to get a little saucy yeah. because I opted out of a couple of these games. Let's get a little saucy. I I I I just. Plus, I got tired of hearing Florida State cry. I'm I'm bummed because this would have been a chance for them to win this game and like validate a little bit of it, and they could claim a national title and stick it right to the committee. 
They not, can they can just kindly lose. No, by no, 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 it's not going to happen. But you agree with me. The sport headed in the right direction. Next year, this game matters. Yeah, I mean, great. You're going to get a few more games that matter to kill off the other sixty. Oh, I stop. I don't care. These other sixty don't matter anyway. Leave me out of it. You know what? It matters to me, and it matters to our friends at Wyoming in our next bowl game. And I think you're just being incredibly arrogant and hurtful. Are we going to do this together? The farewell Craig Bowl Bowl? We are. This is the Arizona Bowl presented by Barstool Sports. Toledo, Wyoming. First of all, Jim and I hate Toledo. They only hurt us. Correct. They never help us. Um, bottom Any line. Any chance to kick them, you're more than willing. Yeah. Here's the deal. You lose Daquan Finn, you lose Penny Boone. So you're starting quarterback, who's the best one in the MAC, and you're starting running back, who was the MAC Offensive Player of the Year. They're gone. All right. So then... You go to Wyoming. Now, is Wyoming good? Eh, no. Eh. No disrespect. Uh, but Craig Bowl is retiring. They love Craig Bowl. I love Craig Bowl. The dude just has one of the harder jobs in America, and he lines up, and he always puts a quality product out there. They didn't get really gutted to the portal. Bottom line is everybody's going to be healthy yeah. playing. They're the more excited team, and I just don't think this number's moved enough on the heels of the news coming out of Toledo where – you're down your starting quarterback, and you're down your starting running back. Like, how do they move the ball? Toledo loses the MAC title game. You got Jason Candle interviewing for jobs, and Wyoming wants to carry the coach off the field. Do I love laying north of a field goal for a team that can't score in a whorehouse? Not really, but I couldn't touch Toledo with a 10-foot pole. I'm going Wyoming. Steer a year. Wyoming wins. I donate a cow to the program. Let's party. Go Pokes. Three and a half? Yeah, I'll lay to three and a half. Okay, let's do it together. The next game, all you. Because if you can figure out Wisconsin LSU, <laughs> I give you a cookie. You give me the distinct honor of breaking this mess oh, down? Oh, yeah. Okay. You need to break this one down. Well, there's a lot to process. So Wisconsin, they hardly used them enough anyway, but no Braylon Allen for this game. Mm. He's opting out. They're missing their starting center, who's played like 900 snaps this season. They're missing their starting corner in this game. The transfer portals where they're missing a couple receivers, couple dudes in the front seven. They got injuries. Malusi, who's coming back next year, has been out since week four. They're all banged up, and I get they want to be this air raid team, but I we kind of called this preseason. They are not able to be that team yet. Do you know how many of their um, eight receivers are going to play in like this game? One, Two. none? Yeah. Two. I mean, DK's the best one. He's not playing. Two. And with LSU... They have the worst defense God has ever put it's, on. It's atrocious. Now. It's atrocious, and they're not going to have their their Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, Jaden Daniels, but Nussmeyer's actually pretty good, one of the better backup quarterbacks. They may, here's the weird stuff, may have their top two receivers. Brian Thomas and Malik Neighbors both should play, but Neighbors missed a practice this week. What are you yeah. going to do? Nussmeyer, I don't mind a QB. Not bad. It's not Jaden Daniels, clearly, yep. but if your receivers play and Nussmeyer plays, you lean to LSU, here's yes, your problem. It's nine and a half points, and everybody's betting it. Right. It's a shitload of points. You know what I actually liked? Total? Yeah. It's 55 and a half. Uh, over? Uh-uh. Under? Yeah. I kind of wonder about, look, LSU's got to run their offense differently. Yeah. And we know defensively they're bad, but how does Wisconsin <laughs> truly move the football here? What does Wisconsin... Look, the pieces didn't fit. Well, they, they're going to move it because they face LSU, right? Well, see, you can say that, but when you repeat to yourself, who's healthy, yeah. who's even playing? Who's catching the ball, who's running the routes? Right, so... Who's I, running I, the ball? It's been a square peg round hole all year for Luke Fickle. Yep. Is this really... What, are they going to get loose and put up 24 points? 
you just shouldn't bet this game because it's it's this is New Year's Day. Well, there's the answer. It's New Year's Day, and you have two other games at the, I believe the same time. Yeah. They're like one o'clock kicks on yeah. New Year's Day leading into the playoff games. Don't worry about the Relia Quest Bowl. Don't worry about LSU and Wisconsin. Just skip it. Don't force a total. Go to the next two games, Fiesta and Citrus. Let's do it. Let's go Fiesta first, New okay. Year's six. Spread is Oregon laying 16 and a half against number 18, Liberty. The total for your interest, 63 and a half. This is an Oregon team that will have their quarterback. Bo Nix is playing. Yeah, wants to wants to wants leave to a play. winner, he said. Bucky Irving, they're running back. Dude's a tough ass to tackle. There you go. You got your two best offensive players. They're missing Troy Franklin, but they may have some of their other receivers. And I think because your quarterback's playing, I think that's a leadership thing. I think they're going to take this seriously. Ordinarily, you'd say, well, Liberty's 13-0. They want this game more. Not with Bo Nix suiting up. So now I'll turn it around and say, how bad of a matchup is this for Liberty? Oregon stuffs the run. Oregon is 11th in the nation in run defense. So now you're going to put Liberty in some third and longs. That's a great spot to be for a team that's super run heavy. Liberty's defense, they feast on turnovers. One problem, Oregon doesn't give it away. Third fewest in football. So if they're motivated, they stop the run. They don't give you freebies. They run up the score. They beat your brains in. To me, it's Oregon laying 16 and a half. Well, it's cross 17. Okay. I don't know if it matters to you. Here's the other problem. Normally, like, I love rooting for the G5 team that gets in. Me too. Liberty's got no business being in it. Soft schedule. Didn't play anybody. You right. nailed it. Pull up their schedule. I think it's like it ranks 130 out of 133. I mean, it's it's just. So they've just punished teams who are inferior. They run right. the ball and they take the ball away against bad teams. It's totally embarrassing. If Oregon is motivated, is Caton Salter going to drop back against this team? Look, Liberty wants to play one play a minute basically they want to pound the rock they don't play with any pace yeah but i worry about backdoor cover at 17 but you know what i don't worry about points can we bet oregon's team total what's oregon's team total let's see if they've listed it wouldn't mind it i like the over if people are wondering i know it's very chalky but 65 and a half the reason i'm scared of the team or that the game total is if liberty can't run on oregon yeah and Oregon's going to score, so I'd prefer to bet, to bet Oregon just their team total, but I don't think FanDuel has it. Probably not up yet. It'll be up by the time the game starts. What would starts. you be comfortable betting? 35, 34, 35. This is kind of that Texas spot. I was willing to go to 41 and a half. Okay, great. I just feel, well, first of all, I like the over. So if we're hitting this over, Oregon's got to get to 40. I'd bet it up to, yeah, you said 42. You know, could no, it, no more than that, though, right? Could it be a 42-24 final? Yeah, the only thing would be if it's if it's ugly, does Oregon call off the dogs at like 35 to 3 and you're sitting there begging for another touchdown? It's really hard. I, I, I'm afraid to pull the trigger over 17 just because you could be kicking someone's ass and a cheap backdoor cover ruins your day. But I, I really think Liberty's going to get zero breaks in this game the way they have all year. All right, if Oregon's motivated. So you said I got to take, is it flat 17 or I got to lay a hook too? No, there's 17s and 17 and a halfs, but the 16 and a halfs are gone. They're just gone. Put this together last night. No, look at this. That's FanDuel. 16 and a half. You best do it then. I'm and then ask yourself, why are you getting 16 and a half? Who the hell was betting Liberty to move that number down? 
You can never win with Mike. You lay out a cap, you think you're getting a good number, and you go, yeah, but you shouldn't be getting a good well, number. Don't me, feel too good about so it. So let me ask you a question. Anything to this, 35% of tickets make up 64% of the money, Liberty. So that's the, quote, sharp side, Liberty. Allegedly. I, I'm going to bet Oregon. I've, I've talked myself into it. I think Oregon's motivated. I think it's a bad matchup for Liberty. They're a bit inflated at 13-0. and 0. I'd love to be wrong. You're right. It's fun when the G5 gets in this spot and mixes right, so it up. so go Oregon 16 and a half. Yep. And give me over 65. You want both. Yeah. 64 and a half. 64 and a Even half. better. Yeah, give me the over. All right, I'll put these in. You want to take us to the Citrus Bowl? Yeah, I do, because I actually really want to play this game. Me too. Um, God help me. It's Iowa and Tennessee, everybody. So let me lay out who's playing, who's not, because it really it matters big time. Um, start with Iowa. Whole team's playing. Now, Cooper DeGene is not. Uh, he's he got, out, he got yeah. hurt, end of the year, he's gone. Um, you're getting the offensive line healthy. Obviously, that's whatever. The players who are hurt for Iowa are hurt. Cade McNamara, he's gone for the year. Eric Hall, gone for the year. Luke Lachey, gone for the year. Okay. Tennessee is where it really gets interesting. Players on defense that are in the portal, guys that played several hundred snaps uh, and matter, I mean... Three members of your starting secondary, including your starting slot, uh, starting edge, Tyler Barron. Um, Opt-outs for this game, Joe Milton. Why? Joe, where are you going? How are you opting out here, buddy? Is he going pro? I guess. You lose a couple of your backs and Jalen Wright and Jabari Small. So that means you're going to get superstar, five-star freshman, Nico Ayamaleva. Now, this is the kid from California who had the rumored... $10 $10 million NIL deal. How much do you believe or not? It's up to you. The bottom line is this. The way I cap a game like this, I go, all right, I got a true freshman QB, and I don't care how talented you are, against Phil Parker. Mm-hmm. They do not let you create explosive plays. They force you to be patient. And you know what they force you to do? Drop back and be able to diagnose and not get fooled into shit. And I have a hard time believing that a true freshman who only played 50 snaps all year is going to waltz into Iowa on a month of prep and patiently dink and doodle 25 for 32 on the day and pound the rock on Iowa. I just, I don't see it. Now, can you bake into this, the freshman QB making mistakes? I, I have a hard time saying that too. I mean, sometimes you just don't move the ball. But I actually... I can't believe I'm saying it. I like Iowa in this game. You're going to give me seven and a half with Iowa? You're seeing seven and a half. Yeah. I'm seeing six and a half. But take seven and a half. I see it right now. Can you give me what you're seeing total-wise? Because it's the <laughs> easiest, cheapest bet to do, but I kind of want to play the under. I'm seeing 35 and a half. It's, that's, that's too low. I was actually going to go a different way. Oh, I'm sorry. Too. too low. Do I need to remind you? I Iowa. 11 and two, the unders this season, eight in a row. And a lot of these, I'm going to read them off to you. 25, 33, 27, 32. I know. I know that Tennessee plays some tempo, but you capped it. He doesn't have his running backs. He's a freshman. He's not going to move the ball. 35 and a half. Even they scored two touchdowns. You think there's going to be five touchdowns in this game? That's going to be a bunch of kicks in field position. Yeah. No, I, I, 
I, I look, I am one of the, the only people who didn't get aboard the Iowa under train. I mean, the totals were so offensive. They were so low. I got so scared. I guess for me, it was one, I liked the side and I wanted to stick with that. Okay. I also thought it was interesting. Did you see what Iowa's team total is? Six and a half? 13 and a half. Interesting. Can I pull this up and maybe is I'm Deacon stupid? Deacon Hill, two touchdowns. When's the last time Iowa... Let me just pull up their schedule because it's been a little bit. They scored zero in the Big Ten title, 13, 15, 22 against Rutgers. That'd be the last time they hit over on that. I guess 15 would be over too. The point is they don't score very often. So why is it 14? Why is it Because you can run a little bit on Tennessee. Right, that's my point. Yeah. Why not a little? You want to do a little over on the team total? On the team? No. Okay. <laughs> Iowa plus seven and a half. Okay. You take the points. I'll take the under. We're both involved on the Hawkeyes leading into the playoff games. Okay, let's do it. And we will begin with the Rose Bowl. It's the delivery of the week. It's brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavor Crust Pizza, the official pizza of Cash the Ticket. Before we get to the game, do you agree this is the better of the two? No. So I've already screwed up. Sorry, Hungry Howie's. No, you didn't screw up. You should up. be getting the later game. Sorry. No, I just think, you know, better of the two is I want to watch some fireworks and offense and fun. Alabama, Michigan, the total is priced where it should be, which is a robust 44 and a half compared to the later game at 64 and a half. I mean, I'm just answering honestly. Okay. Both these offenses, both these defenses, this game's going to look like it's from 1953. Michigan laying a point and a half. Let me to go first? You want yeah, because you're the one all bricked up to fuck you. Oh, wait, do you hear my cap, bitch? That's not, like, what, that's not what I all said. All right, dude. It's not what I said. I thought we would disagree on this game. Yeah, because it, you're presumptuous. But go ahead. Okay. Do the cap. It's not because of where you went to school. I just think you've been downplaying Michigan at several junctions or junctures this season. Am I wrong? Did tell, I assume you're going to pick Alabama? Tell me where I shouldn't have downplayed them. Well, am I, Being am that I, they're a bunch of cheating fucks. Am I wrong to assume that you are betting Bama here? You're wrong. Okay. You're wrong about are a you, lot of things about me. That's okay. Okay. Why don't you just do the cap? Okay. Don't be insecure about it now. This is this is the most bet bowl game that has yet to be played. Tons of action. 75% has been bet on Alabama. Yet there's no way they're letting that line cross the bridge. It's come down a point, but the book's holding firm that no matter how much the bigger brand Bama is betting this game, Michigan is the better team and they're laying the point and it's not going to cross the bridge. That to me is a massive green flag to bet the Wolverines. SP plus. I haven't invoked it because it's weird for Bulls. Just about everybody's playing in this game, so I'm going to use it. They think Michigan wins by nine. Do I think that's aggressive? Sure. But I think Michigan wins the game, and I'm going to bet Michigan. It's the Costa lock. Alabama does not have a Mark Ingram, Derrick Henry in the backfield, no Amari Cooper, Julio Jones, Devontae Smith at the skill positions. The SEC, they're down. It is. Accept it. They lost big marquee non-conferences, seven and nine against power five opponents in the non-con this off this uh this season. It's FSU beats LSU, it's Texas beats Bama, it's Utah beats Florida. Accept that the SEC and Bama aren't the SEC and Bama of the last three years, five years, or ten years. So it opens the door to a Michigan team who plays defense, has space eaters up front, will make it difficult on Alabama does get pressure without blitzing, does have players in the secondary to take the ball away. I like Michigan in the game, and I'll, I'll double down on Blake Corum. Five yards a carry, 1,000-yard back, and I know what Mike's going to say. Who did they play? 
better yards per carry against Ohio State and Penn State than the rest of the games. Just amazing. He thinks he knows what I'm going to say. Well, I've done a pod with you all year. This is hilarious. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep digging your own grave. Their O-line showed up in the biggest games, and Quorum was actually better yard per carry against Penn State, Ohio State. So I'll concede that J.J. doesn't do it often enough, but he can make the NFL throws if it comes down to it. I like Michigan. I'll lay the point and a half. I agree with you. I don't um, – the Bama thing, I don't I don't care about the logos. If you're going to gamble, you can't be emotional about it. I don't know that I'm ready to trust Milrow in this spot. They've had a month to prep. All jokes aside about Connor Stallions, Minner's had a month. Their front, the front seven. Can they put a fence around Milrow, keep him in there? Can they take away the deep stuff, force him to make accurate throws in the intermediate and short, which he's not good at? Mm -hmm. I mean, Michigan maybe played possum a little bit. They didn't have to do a whole lot because they didn't play anybody. But they did what they needed to do. Then I look at offensively. How much of the last four weeks with J.J. was the cheating scandal? How much was this ankle thing where he wasn't really running, couldn't run, couldn't move, gutted it out. You know, the Iowa game, recency bias, you're like, this is horrible football, but the reality is they went into the game knowing they were going to win, knowing they were in the playoff, no style points needed, our quarterback's beat up, we're just going to get the hell out of here and do what we need to do. All right, so now I go, all right, offensively. Alabama's strength really has nothing to do with what Michigan wants to do. I mean, Kool-Aid and company, Yeah, they're great guarding the perimeter, guys. One problem, Michigan doesn't really use their perimeter people. It's going to be Loveland. It's going to be, you know, P.T. Barnum, whatever the fuck his name is, the other gigantosaurus tight end they got. And then Roman Wilson will probably just go slot mode all day. And I factor in, all right, they know they can't pass protect, J.J. You're not going to line up against, you know, Braswell and Dallas. um, Turner. Turner, thank you. To me... They pound the rock, three and a half yards of carry. They slow this game down. They bleed it out. They're going to force a turnover because Milrow will fumble it. It's what he always does. And then there's going to be a few plays where J.J. cuts it loose, and it's not going to be against people that really Bama's strength is. Their strength is going to be the outside guys. I Mm -hmm. could see a game where – you know, could Barnum catch four or five balls? Could Loveland catch three or four balls? And they're 15, 17-yard plays. Can Roman Wilson pop one deep? You know, I like Bama's safeties. One of them is a superstar true freshman. He's still a freshman. The only reason I don't, like, go all in and make it a BGB and any of that shit, I mean, A, Harbaugh's an atrocity in bowls. 0-6 his last six bowls. They look like complete horse shit. Mm-hmm. Then I factor in, I go, as much as Michigan didn't play anybody, like Alabama wasn't necessarily impressive in a lot of their games. I mean, they weren't impressive against AM. They weren't impressive against uh, Arkansas. Auburn. They weren't impressive against Auburn. I don't know. I kind of just feel like the public hammering Bama. I don't necessarily want to be there. The line just not moving. Like you started your cap with the one thing that really kind of just guided me to. They're not moving this thing. I mean, Bama's just getting pounded with money, and the line is just sitting there. They, like, moved it the half point as a courtesy, right? but it's just sitting at one and a half, and I'm like, it's Michigan or pass for me. 
I mean, is there a scenario where Milrow goes fucking nuts? Sure. You know, goes Vince Young in the Rose yeah, Bowl? Yeah, it's possible. I mean, Junior Colson's going to be out there with his both hands and fucking milk cartons. You see, he's going to play in double cast. Ridiculous. So I, I, I just, I, I don't love Bama's O line, and I don't want to get seduced recency bias. But Michigan looked like ass, and then Bama bullied Georgia. Yep. Like I just, I have a hard time now. Look. This is a game I'm admitting to my audience. I will not be heavily invested in it because emotionally I hate Michigan's guts. If you're asking, would I rather lose my money and watch you lose? The answer is yes. I just don't have great confidence. My lean is Michigan. The number scares me. I've given you some of the matchup stuff. I know Jim was not prepared for me to agree with him today. I was not. But I do. Stunning. So if you want to, you know. I'm sorry. Empty Apology. your emotional beanbag somewhere. No. We can give you a few minutes. But for me, that's where I am with the game. I have a much bigger opinion on the other game. We can get to it. Uh, anything with the total? I think we both think more low scoring. And I think that affords Michigan a little more time to get the ground game going. Because I think that is where it's going to come sure. down to. If J.J. drops back 35 times... That's not good for I Michigan. I don't think there's a scenario J.J. can drop back 35 times. Now He'll get hit too much. Well, the hit too much And part, the turnover problems. I think J.J.'s got to run in this game, man. Okay. Like, if you take away his ability to run and Bama can just rush for, not account for him, and he's just going to stay in the pocket, they're in trouble. But I think if you expose him to some hits, get him out on the edge, a couple of scrambles, a couple of big completions to the tight ends and a lower scoring game, yeah, I could see it. I yeah. really can. I don't see a value in betting the under, though. We just think under's probably the lean, right? At forty, Although it's been bet down. I think it was 46 and a half when it opened. Now it's down to 44 and a half. Yep. All right. So I'm playing the side. You're leaning to Michigan. No, I play Michigan. Okay. It just won't be for a lot of money. Okay, that's fine. Full season. We're not telling people to, to get loose. Yep. Let's go to the later game because... This is the one that you think should be the delivery of the week. It's the Sugar Bowl. It's Texas. It's Washington. Total 63 and a half. Texas, a four and a half point favorite. And am I wrong to say either of these teams could win the national title? Uh, Washington, Washington can't do it. Okay, so then I know where you're at here. No, once again, your presumptuous nature has Evan. hurt you. I would like to offer you one of my favorite plays of bowl season. Under 64 and a half. Everyone and their mommy thinks this is going to be some crazy-ass pinball machine, nuts game played in the 30s. I'd argue Steve Sarkeesian will fuck this team out of seven points, and Washington has shown major stretches where they're not ready to roll and they don't move the ball. I think the game will be a little lower scoring. Look, from a side, of course, I'm rooting for Texas. I think they're the more complete team. I think a Michigan-Texas or Bama-Texas rematch in the final much more enticing to me than Washington, who I think is fake as fuck. I don't like this Washington team. I never have. And for me, yeah, I mean, Texas, who I'm rooting for, but I don't want to lay four and a half. I'm not going to disrespect UW that they can't play here. But look, Texas is going to own the line of scrimmage. I think part of owning the line of scrimmage, they're going to want to run the football, going to shorten this game a little bit. You don't want Penix getting 13 possessions. You don't want to deal with that shit, which means if Sark isn't outside of his mind, we're going to lower this thing down a little bit. I think the under is the play. I hadn't considered the under, but I actually like where your head's at. So 63 and a half under 64 points. 64 and a half. Even better. I like where your head's at. This is one that people see quarterbacks and they see yep. points. And the reality is they these see teams. Light show. And the teams are more than that. So I'll join you on the under. I'm going to play a side, though. What do you got? And 
I like the points. It doesn't mean they're going to win the game. Mm. But Washington, I think, what is it, 7-0 and in games decided by a score or less? Sounds right. And, no, it hasn't been pretty at times this year. And, and we've called them out at times this year. But they've won every game. And DeBoer, 9-0 and against ranked teams. I got the better quarterback. I got the Joe Moore winning offensive line that's kept him clean and upright. They've thrown, like, 500 passes. He's been sacked well, 11 times. If they can... They're not going to run it against that Texas front. So I'm a little concerned that you get a little uh, obvious with passing situations, but their passing game is creative. They use the short pass. They, they'll he'll air it out, but they'll get the ball to the slot to McMillan. They'll get the ball out in the flats. They can kind of create a run game, even if it's stuffed. And again, I go back to, I'm getting an undefeated team with the better quarterback. They've won all these close games. I'll take four and a half points in the back pocket. And one thing to note, we won't know until kickoff, but Xavier Worthy got hurt in that Big 12 title That's game. That's right. Was it he a, was a foot? Yep. Now, Sark says he's going to play. I believe it when I see it. Let me see him out there on the field. It, is this? I don't think he's their best receiver. Oh, I Mitchell. I mean, they're more complete studs, receiver. Man. Mitchell is. I know Worthy's the big play guy, the track speed to get him off the line, and no one can keep up with him, especially you know deeper the routes go. But Mitchell was two-time national champ at Georgia. He's had big games, including that Big 12 title game. I think he's, this is a take, the better NFL receiver of the two. He's full of hot takes today, Evan. Um, all right, let's go through the uh, let's go through the card because okay. I feel like I, I have a sufficient amount of plays. What do you have down for me right now? Um, see if I missed anything because yeah. I'm going to put them. Well, I, I think I've done a decent job keeping up with you. Well, no, no, you're fine. You're, you're good. I just, I want to make sure I'm providing the people with enough value. Value. Value to be here. Yeah, no, this is good. So, NC State, I'm taking three. You tried to screw me out of the half point. Oh, sorry. That you was unintentional. such a little prick. Okay. Oregon State over 41 and a half. Iowa State, we're going to lay the 10 and a half. Uh, Ole Miss, Penn State, over 48 and a half. Maryland, let's take the six and a half. Georgia first half, 10 and a half. Georgia laying 19 and a half. I know I'm dead in both of those. <laughs> Wyoming in the farewell Craig Bowl, Bowl, lay the three and a half. Oregon laying 16 and a half. Oregon Liberty over 63 and a half. Iowa getting seven and a half. Michigan getting one, laying one and a half. UW and Texas under 64 and a half. That's a good card. Really don't. And by the way, I got to wait to kick off for the Missouri thing. Yeah. All right. I think we have some overlap. Disagreement right off the bat. Kansas State, I will lay two and a half. Arizona, I'm laying the point and a half. I want the under in Arizona, Oklahoma. That's 62 and a half. Kentucky plus four and a half. We're together on Iowa State laying 10 and a half. I'm with you on the over. You made a good case for Ole Miss Penn State in the over in the Peach Bowl. Georgia outlay the 19 and a half. Oh, look at you getting compliments. Mm. Wyoming, the farewell. We celebrate together. Lay the three and a year. Half. That's right. Oregon lay 16 and a half. There's, there's some uh, camaraderie. I will play the under in Iowa, Tennessee. That's 35 and a half. Michigan lay the point and a half. Washington plus the four and a half. And I will join you on the under to wrap up the Sugar Bowl under 64 and a half. That's a robust That's a lot of bowl bowls, episode. Man. That is a lot of bowls. I think last year with the holiday, we got to cut these up a little smaller, a little more bite-sized. Okay. We still have time to have a little executive lunch here. I owe Evan lunch. I told him if West Virginia and Okie State swept the board last night, uh, Evan got to pick an executive lunch. So we're going to do that today. Perfect. We're going to watch the rest of this Fenway Bowl. I'm going to prep up for the show this afternoon. 
And you need a nap because you're being very bitchy today and we got to get you right. More today than usual? Yeah, today you're on one. I'm I'm really bummed out. I thought you'd be in a great mood today. I'm excited for the NFL tomorrow. I am. Because we've been hot lately and I think we're seeing the board well. Yeah, I feel... And we're getting into games where there's a lot on the line. And I think, Jim, I think there's a BGB looming. It's looming. Why do I detect a BGB is in the offing? It's like the, the, the Pope stuff, the smoke in the air. And you go, There's a BGB wafting through the air. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. We will be back at it tomorrow. Full NFL preview. Um, listen, uh, reviews also, too. I was Please. combing some of the Apple. People are really getting involved there. Appreciate it. It helps the algorithm. I don't make the rules. I just play by them. Let's cash the ticket. We will talk to you guys tomorrow.